0: So I am going to utilize all that sacking, mm-hmm. just sacks everywhere.
1: I mean, that's, that's what right. I look for. Yep. on
0: <laughs> I, I wish I could escape like Elspeth, like Elspeth can escape as nothing, nothing will stop me from winning. We can beat Ashiok forever and ever. We go to Theros just for one set. I, I will cast Titans, and you, you will lose life. Heliod will not stop my attack, and we go to Theros. Just one set. That's a help us. Just for one set.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, That's Foo Fighters for sure.
0: Nope.
1: What? I. I just. Or they just stole the song from somebody else, I guess. No, they're ripoff artists. Let me. Uh,
0: no, <laughs> are you <laughs> talking about the Foo Fighters? Yeah, you're such a douchebag. Uh, I'll give you hints. Um, his dad was born in Minnesota.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay. This would be. It's not wallflowers. Fl- Good is it? job, wallflowers. Okay, okay. uh, Dylan. Yeah, Bob Dylan's, Bob Dylan's from Dylan's Minnesota. Song? Yeah. Okay. See, I know. I know Minnesota people. But no,
0: like. This is Wallflowers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, This is Wallflowers. And then Spotlight?
0: No. We can be heroes. Just for one day. Was that
1: on like the Godzilla soundtrack?
0: No, (laughs) not We Can Be Heroes. What was that from? I don't know. It's a good song. And it was a good that's from number two, actually. (laughs) 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 No, that was from number two. It was a good (laughs) I kind of killed it there. That's only the second time I went through it on my head. I, I saw it and I was like, I know. I know we can be heroes, I could so I can just look at it and I'm like, <laughs> "Yep, I got it." And that's the only time I looked at it until we just recorded the you second.
1: Did. You're excellent, thank you. Sure. Welcome, to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith, and I am Lowry Smith.
0: Don't worry, we're cousins. Hey, we're two weeks break here because uh, although it didn't seem like it to you guys because yeah, we were pre-recorded and all that, but Lowry we actually on, planned stuff out. Went on a vacation.
1: When eh. you take your kid, I'm not sure it's ever really a vacation.
0: <laughs> he went on a constant parent- parenting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was giving my wife a vacation. There you go.
0: Yeah, you were gone uh, for 15 days. Where, where yeah, did went you go? Yeah, down,
1: went down to Phoenix, uh, visited my dad uh, for about half that, and then uh, me and the kid, and then my brother and nephew. We drove over to Joshua Tree National Park uh, for about six days. Kind of taught the kids some climbing, and uh, you know, just climbing around, doing some camping. We're in a van, tent a, down by a river. No, there was <laughs> it's a desert. I was. I mean, it's a little story, Hansel. Cool story, <laughs> Hansel. <Cool story>, <laughs> you just did it bad. Yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> it's good to be so, back. But it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Like, Joshua Tree is really cool. I probably should have shown you a picture of, like, the trees. Yeah. They're like Dr. Seuss trees. Really? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. They're really weird. I've never been there before. And the climbing is phenomenal. That's awesome. So but, I, did, did, I can't Did your climb, brother do a lot of climbing yeah, yeah, then, he, Grant? He tried his best he could.
0: He tried his best he, he could. He did
1: really well. I mean, like, <laughs> trying to yeah, I was climb. Yeah, like, your brother's a really good
0: climber. Yeah. yeah. He tried. He well, I wasn't. Impressed. He just didn't want
1: me to leave, or he didn't want to leave uh, his son alone with me. Oh. <laughs> so because we were we were buttonheads. <laughs> you and, me, me and a five year old. You
0: you're showing him who's boss. No, I was losing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was showing you who's boss. I get it. <laughs>
0: Nice. Well, yeah, it's good to have you back. We basically we uh, are really late cuz we did uh, a battle boxes, mm-hmm. but all mm-hmm. we did was chat cuz we haven't seen each other for 2 Ch-chat. weeks. So yeah, it was like, two oh, weeks.
1: I haven't seen you for 2 weeks." We hugged, <laughs> yeah. almost kissed.
0: Uh, but uh, speaking of battle boxes, we did do battle boxes and we will have a video up for that this, this time. This was
1: by far the best box we've ever had. No, this was garbage. It was sarcastic.
0: <laughs> this was the most garbage box I've ever seen, know both what of was us. Going on. And yeah. I'll, I'll give you a hint we were within 5 dollars of each other for the final here so it's really close match
1: not necessarily
0: it, during the war part but also well, not exciting like
1: <laughs> just a ton of it was a bunch of garbage dollar cards to
0: give you a little behind the scenes cuz i'll probably cut it up and you won't really be able to tell every card we flipped We were like, oh, I don't know which one's better. Which garbage card is better? Yeah. No, there was a couple that was within a penny.
1: Yeah. It was stupid. (laughs) It was really bad.
0: Stupid. Uh, But what are we talking about on this week's episode? We have kind of a lot to.
1: You made a spotlight deck finally. Yes. Woo! A spotlight deck. (laughs) Henry and I went skiing. No, (laughs) No, that doesn't work. (laughs) I'm not really good at pressing the buttons (laughs)
0: yet. You're like, I like that color and I'm pressing (laughs) it. I don't care what it says. It's going to be a lot of blue buttons. (laughs) I actually was going to throw on there the uh, spotlight deck thing, but I got so lazy. Like (laughs) you were gone and I'm like, I should edit the video um, or the the podcast while I have time. You know, I'm not doing it last minute or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like because normally we record on like Saturday or Sunday and I'm cutting Cutting it it on Monday Monday and putting it out on Monday. But I still did the same thing. I was waiting like, <laughs> <laughs> to like Sunday night, Monday, and I'm like, "Damn it, why am I procrastinating?" And I was like, "I'm going to do those buttons at some point," but I always knew there was something going on. It's but, all right, uh, yeah. So oh, we have
1: <laughs> that one. Worked. I looked at it. Yeah, you <laughs> uh,
0: So we have uh, the Spotlight Deck Perforos, the new Perforos. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to see that. Yeah.
0: So I. I I played around with it on uh, Tapped Out, and it's pretty awesome. It's a much bigger upgrade, which was your suggestion. From Ilhar. Ilhrug. Yeah. yeah. Um, much better deck. Uh, and then we are talking about buy lists. So it's kind of interesting. Myself, Trombley, Jeremy, and number two all did a buy list within the last couple of weeks. Not like planning it out. Actually, I would say Trombley and Jeremy kind of triggered me to be like, I should go through my cards and see which ones to get rid of. But we're going to go through like... When you do a buy list, if you do a buy list, how certain people do buy list and all that kind of go through Mm -hmm. that. And then, if we have time, we have ANLQ CQ. Oh, sorry, controversial questions. Controversial questions, but we'll shorten it up with ANLCQ or (laughs) ANLQ CQ. ANL
1: questions,
0: controversial questions. So, if if we get to that, we'll get to that. But uh, we have a lot of things to catch up on on this episode. A lot of uh, things happened in the last couple of weeks,
1: yeah. Patrons have been awesome,
0: yeah. So, we've had what a couple upgrades,
1: and yeah, so number two and Bill from Woodbury upgraded to $20. Thank uh, you, guys, yeah, thank you. And they're prepping, they're getting ready because we're doing the uh,
0: pro- uh, pick your proxy month, which is now when you're hearing this cast February. Uh, this month, if you are a patron, you get to pick any proxy from any of the proxy of the week stuff.
1: Uh, from when we started when we started doing it so that is this month and then a new patron at $20 is Dan Hunt thank you Dan Hunt thank you you I'm, are awesome I'm just glad that your name isn't Mike
0: <laughs> Mike don't say that really fast <laughs> no <saying>. Mike Hunt <laughs> you, Mike Hunt. You're gross <laughs> uh, it's That's just like Blackhawks you don't want to say that I'm, really fast Blackhawks why do you keep saying it fast <laughs>
1: They're going to censor us.
0: <laughs> no, they they haven't done it already. We're not big enough yet. They can't censor us. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, oh, they have that many listeners? No, they uh, don't need to be censored. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> We're free, guys. We don't even have to put the explicit on there yet. Don't turn <laughs> this <us> in, please. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, and then what else we have? We have, uh, oh, the Cyclonic Rift
1: giveaway. And the, the bad card sleeves. They're in the same bracket. Oh, sorry. Yes. Don't same forget bracket. that. I gotta get, I don't want to keep holding on to those <laughs> Give that to some, right over there. I some see lucky there. listener. We'll sign it. Yeah, I will at least I'll sign it too. Well, yeah, yeah, that's cute. And so we only have to do like half of them.
0: Oh, we're going to sign each one. I uh, well, I was just yeah. thinking a special sleeve as the commanders, like the general one. Is there even a hundred of them? No. <laughs> so they can't even use it unless they like bring it to like a 60 card. We just
1: do it at the bottom. And then like it covers up like <laughs> the other artists that are actually important.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna what do, do the I'm giving them away we're gonna do everybody that retweeted our tweet uh and liked it and also follow us we are gonna do a drawing this week uh we'll post it on Twitter
1: and we'll contact whoever won
0: yeah uh and then we also because it's another month you guys freaking kick ass because mm-hmm. we now set the record for this month so each month we keep setting it's the record I didn't think this we would do it this quick on this month because last month was such a big jump. And I was like, "Oh, there's no way we're gonna hit that again." But again, we're gonna do another uh, having you guys vote on which card we're gonna do with the card and proxy, and then we'll do the same thing uh, next month or for this month. Yeah,
1: it'll be it'll be awesome. Okay,
0: what else? Anything else? We got patrons. We got the giveaways. We got proxies. If you got
1: any questions or ideas or uh, anything? Just email us at commandosmiths at gmail
0: And like we had done for previous weeks or at last week was actually the if you want us to check out your deck. The deck text series is still on, so if you yeah, have those, you can patrons. send those for patrons. Yeah. We got a couple
1: that uh, are, are in the works at this point. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, you like follow us on Twitter. That's kind of where we do a lot of our m- stuff. Most of our stuff, yeah. That's probably where we'll do the uh, drawing for the Twitter people.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. That's where it's going to be because yeah. it's all Twitter. Everybody, so we'll just do a spin on there. Uh, spin it, Patreon.
1: Uh, if you want to pick your proxy of the last yep. whatever Adam's done um you get to uh, uh you can sign up and you can pick your pick your poison. proxy this month oh it's proxy right. pick
0: pick your poison yeah <laughs> everything p just yeah. alliteration all, all over peter the place pick up pickers <laughs> you <laughs> pickers. can't even do it can you do it no peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers If Peter piper picked a pack of pickle peppers how many peppers did Peter Piper pick damn it almost sorry i'm it. a lot busier than that yes so <laughs> i didn't, yes, I didn't <laughs> have time to practice <laughs> all right so we get into this week's episode oh i guess and the freeway to uh,
1: follow us on youtube if you so wish subscribe uh, there we're gonna put battle boxes on there uh super fast probably out before this podcast is you're such an <laughs> asshole where's <laughs> <laughs> the kidding, asshole it's probably gonna be a month
0: or two damn it i can't use the asshole mary and i went no nope, not that one nope. no. all right i had i thought i had kill him but i i forgot that i changed to do the do <laughs> the top how about
1: this one? There we go. All right, there we go. <laughs> that works.
0: All right. Now let's move into a spotlight deck. <laughs> All right. So the how this deck came about and Oh shit. What? Oh yeah. Beer. We have a special beer actually. Technically
1: not, but oh, that's fine. We're not
0: doing that one this time? No. Okay, so, uh, let me cut this whole part out. No, no,
1: no, that's fine. Because <laughs> it's going to be three weeks of Parish Brewing. Oh, but so isn't it from? So Louisiana Leo get, sent up meant two different kinds of beer.
0: I just wanted to make sure that we were parish doing brewing. his. Because yeah. we were like, hey, Louisiana Leo. And then we're not drinking the beer yeah, he gave no, us. But we're not. Oh, This is
1: this is from his company, Parish Brewing. But this oh. one's going to be Pure Tropics. I picked this one up in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So whenever I go to the south, uh, I look for beer from Parish. Uh, brewing because it's always good so and we
0: have a listener that's in that company so hell yeah this looks amazing let me uh
1: take a little taste Ooh, i like that you like that you like that yeah
0: that's really good did you already have some of it
1: yeah i had one when i was in phoenix i did a lot of uh not sharing with with me that's amazing
0: no yeah. For a while there, our Twitter feed was just beer. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> And then you could tell when you were out of like service. because <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It was just me tweeting. I'm like, well, Larry's not in service. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, beer again. Oh, Larry's back in service again. Friggin' drinker. Yeah,
1: this is, this is really good. I like the, the sour up front and then I like a nice bitter. Uh, it melds together really well.
0: I'm not tasting the sour in the beginning. It's more, it seems smooth, but I do get the, the bitter aftertaste. I like that. You like that? You like very nice. Well, thank you, Louisiana Leo. It's me. I <laughs> well. He
1: sent up two others. We'll do those in the next two weeks. Thank he you, you like for the-
0: being a part of that company to make you buy get these. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> uh,
1: we could just thank Leo. That's fine.
0: <laughs> thank you, Lowry, for picking these up and no, driving no, them uh, no. across the border. Don't touch my bottle. Border of states.
1: I probably got to pay taxes on this for bringing it back, too.
0: <laughs> All right. So now the epi- now the.
1: A spotlight deck.
0: Um, the, Do the you want some beer no, drinks? I don't. Because if you didn't even listen to last time's episode, don't eat it. Because I was <laughs> grossed out by I could hear us just going. I'm like, damn, we're not doing that again. And then you're popping one in your mouth. You didn't even listen to our damn episodes. It was gross. <laughs> so the, the I kind of mentioned before the story behind Perforos was actually Lowry suggested, hey. You don't like your Ilrog deck, so why don't you kill that and make this? Because it's very similar to it. It is very similar, uh, but I think this just works better because uh, going back to your hand, it's just always—I don't. Know, you're you're. It's a different trigger. You're trying to get ETB stuff, whereas a sacrifice you can take advantage of different things by it going to your graveyard. So it's a little bit uh, different animal with this. I used a lot of similar cards, but I would say. The ones that stayed in, there's probably about 15, 20 that were this, the same. And then the rest was kind of mixed around different cards and stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: So if you don't know what Perforos does, go ahead, Larry. No, I don't know what it does. Purphoros, bronze-blooded, four-colorless and a red, seven-six indestructible, uh, devotion to be a creature. Other creatures you control have haste. And then you can pay two-colorless, a red, You may put a red creature card or an artifact creature card from your hand into the battlefield. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step.
0: So the interesting part, I'll say from first testing this out on, you know, doing it on tapped out and just playing it through, the haste part is actually really important because how I did differently than I did with Ilhraag and probably the reason why it was bad is because I didn't put, I purposely was like, I'm only going to use creatures that have ETB effects and I didn't put mono rocks in them. Remember, I didn't have soul ring or any of that crap. In yeah, there yeah no, that was a bad decision. Yeah, well, because I was trying to, I was trying to be like genius like Lowry when you did your Nylea deck where you're like, I'm only doing creatures. Isn't that right? Is That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nikia. Nikia. You start with an N. But you just did only creatures and that deck is fucking badass. And I was like, I'm <laughs> oh, going to do you. the same. I'm going to be a genius and I'm going to just <laughs> only do this and ETB stuff. And no, it didn't turn out good. So the interesting part is. When you get late enough game with this, you have enough mana rocks and just mana out in general that you sometimes can just cast the creatures, the ones that you want to keep in play, you'll cast them. If you don't have any of the tricks on the board, you can just cast the creatures and they can attack right away. So each one of them, because it's a sacrifice thing that's happening, each one of them has an ability of when it does damage or when it's attacking. So you want that benefit of them coming into play and going right away. Okay. Uh, one other thing I did in this was I didn't have a lot of protection for my commander because he's indestructible. So people have to exile him to get rid of him, which that's pretty much the only way you're getting rid of him, or just, you know, using the auras if, that we've and talked about. And if he's
1: about. not a creature, that makes it even tougher. Right. Like a lot of white players are going to run Swords of Plowshare and Path to Exile and just be able to target it. But if it's not a creature, you're talking about sorcery speed removal. And if you're able to do it in one turn, you're kind of getting through that.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm going to start off with the meat and potatoes of everything.
1: (laughs) I don't even know why you use potatoes. (laughs) Yeah, you're don't like potatoes. I don't know why. It's just the same. How about like corned beef and cabbage of the deck? Uh, I'm want (laughs) to
0: I'm going to st- what are you talking Gross. about? <laughs>
1: Cabbage? Oh my God.
0: Corn beef? What is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I'm much more Irish than you, I guess. How about
0: Which the Big Mac true. and fries of the. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> what? Yeah, <it's- laughs> what is wrong with you? And a Diet Coke. Mm, McDonald's Diet Coke. Coke Zero? Is the best. Diet Coke from McDonald's? No, no, it's not. So good.
1: It tastes like water so wild.
0: So good. So good. All right. So a lot of these creatures have, they do, some of them have ETBs. Some of them have when they're dealing damage. Some of them have when they're sacrificed, something happens. Um, So just kind of let's run through them really quick.
1: Dockside Extortionist.
0: And that's just if you can, when it comes in, you get that many treasure tokens for how many artifacts your opponent has.
1: And enchantments.
0: Is it and enchantments?
1: X treasure tokens where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments. Oh, right. I always that's just true. thought it was artifacts. It's well, even it better. Was, it's still good yeah. with just, a, just just artifacts.
0: Jeez, well, that's why if, I wouldn't put it in just for the artifacts, but just the enchantments. Think if somebody
1: else plays their own Dockside Extortionist, and then you play it the next <laughs> turn, you get all of their treasure tokens <laughs> counting. <laughs> oh
0: No, so the thing is, and I should almost really quick before we get to the creature part, I do want you to just mention these two cards because I want to think about this too. Okay. because. So doubling them up. Yeah, uh, this minion, was in the Ilhrog deck, these yeah. two.
1: Minion Reflector, uh, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, you can pay two. If you do, you put a token into play, and it's sacked, sacked at the end of the
0: turn. turn. Same thing as with the other, the
1: Flame Shadow Conjuring. Same deal, just pay a red instead. Yeah, so
0: the thing is, is I want to have these out if I can, because then I play Dockside Extortionist, and I'm making another copy, so that I'm getting double, all, all yeah. these creatures, you're getting yeah. double the triggers with it, and you're sacrificing them anyways. I do have about seven to, I think, seven to nine sack outlets in this deck. And so I am going to utilize all that sacking, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. sacks everywhere. I mean, that's just, what I look for on yeah. porn. What? <laughs> Sorry. What were we talking about?
1: Uh, you know,
0: I, I wish we were, I wish we had a video at this point. We will at some point. We always keep saying that, but you're, you just sold it with your facial expression. Like, what? Like just acting? Acting? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm known for. Acting. <laughs> it was <I'm>. good. <laughs> that's what made me laugh is your stupid expression afterwards. Thanks. <laughs> I'll
1: take that as a compliment. Uh, yeah, it is
0: actually. <laughs> Shut
1: up. <laughs> 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 Fell the third path.
0: So the, 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 this utilizes. Oh, go ahead, read it. Sorry, I should say what the card does. Basically, it's it doesn't matter. Plain. You're able to make a token of a creature that's in your graveyard. You don't even exile it. You're just making a token copy, mm-hmm. sacrificing it, the and then turn. So the things that I do sacrifice, if they get to the graveyard, I'm fine with it because I do have things that play off the graveyard right. as well. Yeah,
1: and that's the nice thing. That's kind of why I lean towards artifact or like graveyard decks because. It allows you to reuse those Mm -hmm. cards if you need to later. Yeah. It
0: doesn't make it so that, oh crap, this just got killed. Well, I'll never see that again. But if you're able to have that ability to play the cards that are in there, well, that just makes your deck that much
1: Yeah. And the biggest thing about Feldon of the Third Path is that it has summoning sickness. But with With, Perforos, it doesn't. So you can easily go like play him regular. And then bring a creature back from your graveyard until Mm -hmm. end of turn. It's just like
0: well, that's and pretty good. Th- there is a couple things in here, but the thing I like is when they say sacrifice because there's some trigger other things that when you sacrifice it, you get an ability. The things that kind of stink are um, the ones that say um, exile. So I like that it's allowing me to sacrifice and take advantage of other things that might trigger off of that. We might not talk about those in this, but I do have some Wait, things that do that. You
1: can always check out the deck list at tappedout.net, Tapped out, yeah, and we'll put out. a link underneath in the notes. Uh, next one's gonna be Hellkite Tyrant,
0: and that's just the dude that uh, he's the one that does the damage. No,
1: deals da- damage and you steal artifacts. all of their artifacts.
0: So if you have multiple copies of this dude out, and that's the thing is he's not legendary, so you can potentially have multiples if you have your other things out. You can steal everybody. You know, you can hit uh, that so player. So like if you flame, flame shadow
1: conjuring it and you go boom boom, yeah, you take, take all everybody's their
0: artifacts. artifacts. Yeah. So, so it seems good. Yeah,
1: and then if you have like twenty or more artifacts then you win the game. You win the game. That's That's probably unlikely.
0: It's more of a, I'm stealing your shit is kind of the thing. Um, One thing that we're not going to get to in the creatures and stuff I didn't put in there, but I just wanted to make mention, I do have, of course, Blood Moon and Magus of the Moon in here because I'm only playing mountains. So it's like, screw people over if you can.
1: You didn't put Command Tower in there? I did not. Just kidding. You don't need to.
0: (laughs) I did put Command Beacon.
1: That makes sense. Kiki Jiki, Mirror Breaker. Uh, This card's, Crazy, it's so crazy. If, get one if you don't have it.
0: Yeah, it's just making a copy. Yeah, as long as it's non-legendary, boom. Uh,
1: hoarding Dragon four four. When it comes into play, go and search for an, uh your library for an artifact. Exile it. When a Hoarding Dragon leaves dies, you get to put that co- uh, artifact into your hand. So this is
0: this is one that I'm just gonna let die because I want to go get an artifact. You know, I'm probably gonna go get. I, I probably wouldn't do Blight Steel, but I do have Blight Steel in here. We're not gonna talk you about him. <laughs> I don't even I don't uh so you could go get him, but there's it's artifacts and red creatures that are have the ability with perforos, so I'm able to go get anything yeah, with that, yeah, which is really point. nice.
1: Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So you could play that, just sack it for whatever, mm. get that thing into your hand, perforos out, mm-hmm. blight steel. God damn it. <laughs> uh fanatic of mogus
0: this one was really sick when i did some play testing through because uh i used which we'll talk about in a a little bit the um cauldron uh cauldron of souls is that the minus one minus one thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. use that and it would come back in and it was making and i had multiple copies coming in so i was like Able to keep doing it. Dealing and a bunch of damage. Yeah.
1: So that when it comes into play, it deals damage equal to the amount of red devotion you have on the field. And so... Yeah,
0: but it's all opponents. All opponents. So it's hitting everybody at once. That
1: seems... It, it's so a little I, bit like red's Grey Merchant of Asphodel, but mm-hmm. not nearly as good. But it... it when but I, for mono red. When I was
0: able to do it, it happened, I think, um, I was able to do it three times three different tokens or whatever, and it did a total of six, eight, d- eight twice. So what, 16, 22, 22 points of damage all around what? because it 16. that's how much my devotion was. Yes. Yeah, so, so it, it came in three that. times. Yeah. It was eight, uh, 22 eight to each. 16, and then another six. Eight, eight. So three okay. copies of them came into play, and then, during those times, it wasn't all at the once. Two of them were at once, Or whatever. I don't know. It just came out to 22 (laughs) points. You're going to want to cut this. No, because when he came... (laughs) Because he did... I had my devotion was eight. eight. Plus eight. It's 16. Yeah. Plus another six is 22. Why was
1: the other six?
0: Because I did it three. He was able to come into play three different times. Okay. In the same, like, uh, two or three turns. Okay. I was able to sack him. He came back. I think what ended up happening was I first had the cauldron out and he came back in with a minus one, minus one, and that's what did it. Mm -hmm. And then I had lifeline out after that. Okay. So then I just sacked him. He came back in again because at the end of play, I had creatures and then he just came back into play. Mm. And then, so at certain points, and when I was play testing this out, I was like, all right, I have a pretty good feel of where I'm at. Never like, was like, you can't tell if you win the game because you're not interacting with anybody. Yeah. So by that point, I was like, all right, uh, that that did its little thing. So I kind of scooped at that point. Um, But it just seemed... And that was the only time I hit him though, because I've probably done the playtesting ten to twenty times and I only hit him that one time. So, you know, that's Commander.
1: Uh Itali, uh Primal Storm. This is the Elder Dragon. Yeah,
0: we like that one. We've talked <clears throat> about him a bunch.
1: Six six for six. Whenever Itali attacks, exile the top card of each player's library. Then you may cast any number of non land cards exiled this way without paying their mana cost. That so, seems like good card draw. Yeah, too.
0: for sure. That's that's one thing that I had to tweak after testing it out was I didn't have enough card draw, and that's actually I texted you. I was like, yeah, this is good, oh, yeah, yeah. but I was running out of cards so quick, and then we kind of talked it over, and I added two two cards, and then one's kind of on the side. I'm play testing to see where I can get it to fit in, um, but this was already in there. This is just really good card mm-hmm. draw.
1: Duplicant is an awesome card. Just removal. Uh, when it comes into play, Exile. A Creature mm-hmm. or an opponent's creature, uh, combustible gear hulk. I love this card as well. Uh, six, six first strike for six. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, uh, target opponent chooses to have either the top three cards go into your hand or they take damage, the damage e- equal to the CMC.
0: So, the, uh, the reason I was kind of leaning over to make sure I was like, he isn't legendary. So, this is also one that you can make multiple copies, up, if you get bring it, yeah.
1: back, but like the, the big, the Big thing why it's really good in this style of deck.
0: You get to choose the opponent. (coughs) Well, that's (laughs) also good.
1: But uh, your converted mana cost for your deck is just so much higher because you're able to cheat in those high creatures. So more than likely, I would just be like, well, I guess put it in your hand, and then I know I'm going to be dealing with that anyway because I don't want to take potentially 15 damage off of it. And also, if you're stacking that trigger, that seems crazy. You're like, hey, I'm going to put six... To nine cards in my hand, Do you want to take all that damage? Yeah. I'm to choose. <laughs> Do you want to die? <laughs> and they're just going to go? No, draw no. three ca- or nine cards. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Uh, this
0: next one's kind of it's a garbage card by itself, but with this <laughs> uh, being able to make multiple copies, I thought might be interesting. And so this one is kind of on the cutting board. It might stay and it might not, but I just thought it was an interesting card. Might as well talk about it because it might be gone at some point.
1: Tyrant of Discord. Uh, this is a seven-seven for seven. Uh, When it enters the battlefield, target opponent chooses a permanent he or she controls at random and sacrifices it. If a non-land permanent is sacrificed this way, repeat the process. So
0: it keeps sacrificing until they get a land. Yeah. So at the very least, it's a bland kill. (laughs)
1: 7-7 that destroys a land.
0: But could do more.
1: Or could do more.
0: And if there's multiple copies, is kind of what I was going after. Or if I'm bringing it back from the graveyard. Or, you know, like there's things... It
1: seems like a strong... uh, ability i agree i've considered this card in other decks and just go ah just not doing enough if it only hits one yeah so
0: i think that's what's gonna happen is i'm gonna test it out and when it does it if it always hits the land every time i'm just gonna be like all right that card's gone you know i want to see if it gets multiple things and i gotta figure out how the randomness is gonna go you know, you're going to have to go, I guess you count everything Ran- Random's
1: Random is better for you than it is me. So yeah. that's, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tails every time.
1: <laughs> Worm Coil Engine. Just a good add. in this card. Yeah.
0: So this one's interesting.
1: No Spine Dragon.
0: Um, Because what it does, I think you have this card. I think I've mm-hmm. seen you play this before, right? Oh, Yeah. So when it comes into play, you may discard your hand if you do you can draw cards equal to the amount of damage a target opponent lost that turn. Mm-hmm. So you what the, the interesting thing is with this deck is sometimes I might leave open three mana if I don't feel like it's going to work, or I might have something I, I'm going to use as a surprise blocker. If I just leave that open, people mm-hmm. might not know what's happening. This happens, I can do it on anybody else's turn. So if somebody else is doing damage to somebody, I'm like, oh, he just took 10 points of jam- damage. Boom, drop this down, I do it. Or I do it the other way around, If I'm swinging through and doing damage, then I can play this after I've done my damage and draw that many cards.
1: Essentially, pay three to draw a ton of cards. Yeah, and like get rid of a seven-five dragon. Yeah,
0: so it's it it seems like it should be interesting um, with the creatures. Those aren't all the creatures. I kind of just picked the ones that were had some interesting things to them Mm -hmm. because you also do have like Solm Similacrum because you're using the sack ability with him and all that fun stuff uh and apparently
1: Blightsteel colossus <laughs> I'm, that's super fun uh
0: but then we i don't really want to talk about them very much but we've got a couple sack outlets like these
1: goblin bombardment ashnod's altar yeah they're solid oh
0: i did want to add one thing um so cmd tower tweeted out uh, a card this week uh what was it it was shivan harvest yeah. and that's now going in this deck i didn't even know that that card really existed you knew about that card but i hadn't seen it before mm-hmm. Well, that is—it's an enchantment. It's one red and one colorless, and you can tap one and one red one red and one colorless, yeah. right? And you sacrifice a creature, destroy a non-basic land. And I was like, "Oh, fuck, that's awesome!" Because what I'm doing—I have a lot of these sack outlets where I'm getting benefits. You know, the Ashnod's you're getting mana, bombardment you're doing one damage. I have some other ones that you're uh, revealing the top card, and if it's a non-land, it's that creature guy, whatever. Mm. But this is interesting because I can sack my guys and then destroy people's lands. But there is about f- three or four cards in this deck where if you remember ill what that deck was built around was stealing everybody's creatures. Mm-hmm. I still have three cards in here that steal creatures. And so that's another way I can
1: sack. So how oh. shitty would that be? I <laughs> steal, steal your the-
0: creature, destroy your non-basic land And lands.
1: sacrifice that yeah. creature after hitting <laughs> yeah. them with it. <laughs> So, it seems like a big swing. Yeah.
0: So I was like, I, I think I'm going to get that in there. That's really cheap. I think that's the hard part with this deck is the CMC uh, for the whole deck is really high because you're cheating stuff out. You're mm-hmm. not trying to actually play them. Um, but some of these interesting ones, interesting things with uh, creatures dying. Uh, these three, I like a lot.
1: Yeah. Mimic that is awesome. Uh, this has the imprint. Whenever a non token creature dies, you may exile that card. Uh, if you do return each other card exiled with Mimic Bad to the Graveyard. Uh, and then you can pay three, tap it, a creature token of that exiled creature comes into play. You sack it end of the turn.
0: So that's not only my creatures, it's everybody's creatures. So if I decide, oh, actually, you have a better creature yeah, that I want.
1: Which shouldn't really happen. No. But,
0: but it, the other part of it is... Um, the was it the you may part I like in it. it's not mm-hmm. making it so you have to switch yeah. it up. So I really like that.
1: And actually like along with it being a great card in this style of deck, like this actually stops like loops with Kakusho or gray merchant. Mm-hmm. So like when they're like, uh, I'm gonna sacrifice gray merchant oh, to, and point. I'm gonna bring it back, you're like ah, I'm gonna exile it actually. Yeah, so you point, just can't yeah. loop it. Uh, so this card is almost like a hate card on that style of combo. In a game, along with just work, working really well in this style of deck, um, let's go with Cauldron of Souls. Yep, so that was Lowry, I love
0: this card. Lowry yeah, mentioned that, and I had already kind of had it in there, but that was a good. Oh, excuse me, got hiccups. Um, that was a good card to add in there. It works perfect with this. So Cauldron of Souls just is what we talked about earlier. It gives it persist uh, uh lifeline's then... just stupid it's such a good card i know we've talked about it before and it's a reserve list card but you need to get it if you don't have it it's
1: uh whenever a creature is put into the graveyard uh if there is another creature in play bring that creature back into play at end of turn and i'm pretty sure works for everybody yeah it is everybody yeah so it but is it one... is a trigger so yeah. like
0: so um... if it happens and then the board gets wiped whatever was we talked about that before too yeah. when we discussed this card even if the board gets wiped that will still come back into play because there mm-hmm. were, was a creature on there. So then we have some kind of cool stuff. Uh, wait, where's the
1: cool stuff? Cool story had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, braid of fire seems sweet. Uh, that's cu- cumulative upkeep. Add one red mana to your mana pool at upkeep. You like uh, that?
0: That's one of my new uh, proxies yeah. that no one has seen yet. And. Oh and I added the little uh, th- I started changing our, our symbol to different spots <laughs> so it's like a where's Waldo on yeah, some of the proxies uh, but the cool thing with this is Perforos ability is the mono you know you can yeah. do at any time so on your upkeep you could pop something out on your upkeep by using and that one, mono. 1, whatever yeah. is
1: available there um, and that seems like a That's really nice way. That's coming
0: in the testing when I've gotten that out multiple times that thing works like a charm for it's sure. pretty sweet
1: for sure. Uh, Mirage Mirror so, yeah, I see you're that. making
0: crazy creatures? You're making a copy of crazy creatures.
1: So, question, I don't know if you actually looked up the rules on this one. So, if you're copying a creature that you put into play with Perforos, mm-hmm. does it the the Mirage Mirror also have that trigger ability sac sacking? No, because it
0: doesn't say the the creature gains this creature sacrifice at the end of turn. You know what I'm saying? Perforos is just you're saying, like, you look at Perforos. He just says, sacrifice that creature. Sacrifice it at the beginning. It so it didn't gain that. that ability. When right. they gain the ability, then it would stay on there.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Underworld Breach, which is a new card from the new Theros. Uh, it, it it gives all, all your stuff.
0: Escape. Yeah, escape, which is pretty crazy. Especially since you're sacking And it's stuff. only
1: escape three. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're sacrificing so many creatures. Your graveyard should be filling up. So you should be able to play anything from your graveyard into play. Late game, this thing is crazy. Yeah. It, you know Seems with my play testing it didn't work because i didn't go very late game so when i yeah. had it it was kind of just like oh cool but late game i Don't think that'll it. be in hand
1: sundial of the infinite this is a
0: card you really like that you've For played sure. lots of times
1: uh this is two colorless and then one and tap it uh end of turn or end the turn yeah. that's it so activate this ability only during your turn
0: so the point of this one is Perforos. If you end the turn, you don't lo- you don't sack that creature. It you loses. never hit the end of turn. Yeah. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you've used this card more than I have, because mm. I just bought it to get in this deck. Um, then you don't have to keep doing it every turn, because it now past that end of turn, right? Or do you each turn have to keep hitting that? Now tap it?
1: it does depend on the wording, um, and I'm not skilled enough to know every different meaning mm. for it. So it. Does work with some things, not with others. And so, I just to be safe,
0: to if charge. I was playing this right now, I'd just be like, "All right, tap it at the end of turn. I end, end my turn. turn." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, just to be safe, you can
1: kind of. Number do two, that.
0: can you uh, clarify this for us? Thank yeah. you, that'd be appreciated.
1: But the the other great thing about this thing, so like the, in the reminder text, it's like, "Exile all spells and abilities on the stack. Discard down to your maximum hand size. Damage wears off, and this turn end until end of turn effects end." So, like, really, if somebody goes to like pat the exile your Perforos. You could just tap this. It exiles that spell. Mm. Off the stack doesn't yeah. happen. Like if if you really can't have something happen on your turn, like if they're going like I'm going to settle the wreckage. You're like, "Well, no combat." Nope. End but the turn. I'm going to keep this. I'm yeah. going to keep everything. Like that's a really cool little it stops all those fucking combat tricks. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody wants to like Cyclonic Rift on the end of your turn. What a douche. If somebody wants it to furious protection at the end of your turn. Or,
0: well, then, yeah, nullify you, that shit.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a really powerful card because mm-hmm. you are exiling all spells and abilities on the stack.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm excited to play with that guy.
1: Experimental Frenzy is uh, enchantment from last year. Uh, three colorless and a red to play, and then you may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may play the top card of your library uh, you can't play cards from your hand, and then you can pay for or destroy Experimental Frenzy.
0: So not only are you are playing off the top of your library, it's also you're able to, even though your hand's stacking out, you're able to use Perforos' ability to, to pop him into play.
1: Yeah, cheat those creatures into play. Yeah, yeah that's that's why I think that really works in this deck. It, when I
0: was playing it, I got these two. So the next one that you have here, I got both of those in. And so that's where it, it got tricky because I, st- I couldn't play. You get what I'm saying with this one? So I might as well talk yeah, about the next yeah. one.
1: Uh, Fires of Invention is something that I absolutely love as a card. See, I got the
0: full art of that too? I
1: do. <laughs> That's a good play. That's a good one. Uh, three and uh, red one red enchantment. You can cast spells only during your turn, and you can't cast no more than one or two smell spells per turn. Can't fucking talk. <laughs>
0: at least you can't cast two more than two smells. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> thank God you're not at Jimmy John's or something. <laughs> uh, you may cast spells with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control without paying their mana cost.
0: So that's where I had both of those out at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. I played, had played Fires of Invention first, and then I had played uh, Experimental Frenzy on top of that. So I, uh, Experimental Frenzy then was kind of useless because I couldn't cast anything from my hand. Frenzy so was w- useless? No, I'm oh, sorry. Or, oh, uh, I fires. Fires. did I say Frenzy? I meant Fires. Because then you can't use really its ability because um, you're just... You can't cast anything from your hand. But the point is, having one of these out and you're in a 100-card deck. Wait, what?
1: No, 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 no. You can... They work together. Uh, Fires of Invention. You can cast spells only during your turn. Yeah. And you can cast no more than two spells each turn.
0: But you can't cast spells with Experimental Frenzy from your hand. So yeah, but this
1: you can cast off the top of your library. Right, right. Yeah, That's yeah. where I was they saying I was
0: just playing off of my library with him. Okay. And, that, yeah, I guess I should go with everything. So I was playing off the library. I had to situate it that I was playing off the top of my library with Fires of Invention because I couldn't cast anything from my hand. So I mm-hmm. used the two spells from that, and then I was doing Perforos with a, a Experimental Frenzy, playing them from my hand. Yeah,
1: me. they both are... Pretty similar cards. Yeah. So that's what I was like in this style. Cause even with Fires of Invention, you could play two creatures and still cheat in a bunch more mm-hmm. creatures if you wish. Correct.
0: And that's the point of this. Yeah. Just think of these as being separate because most likely you're not going to have both of them out at the same time. So what you're just saying there, why Fires of Invention is amazing, is cast two of them for free with all the money and your, your mana. I, I did 37 still, land, still, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> they still do get haste
1: because of Perforos. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, then you it, you're not typically playing. You aren't playing on other people's turn unless you're cheating them in. So that doesn't even take an effect with Fires of Invention.
1: So. Yeah, because like turn turn five, you can go like Fires of Invention, Perforos. You yeah. have one mana open. I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do with it, but um, that just that's a good point.
0: Do You play that first, and you can play your. That's whatever, what I do yeah. in my
1: Kenwood deck. If I have Fires of Invention, I wait until turn five, then I play them both for free, and then maybe. Sometimes I can get some benefit off of Kenrith's abilities.
0: So, Fires of Invention is another card we were talking before the podcast. Uh, that's another one I specked on uh, with yeah. this, and I was picking up full
1: arts of Fire, those guys. Cause Fires of invention. Because not only
0: were you ramping card. it up. Um, I mean, when we did the spoilers of it, I talked about it. Um, but I've heard other casts talk about it too. So Never. if everybody's talking about this card, is a good card. And yeah. it, once you actually play this with it, this was a
1: top ten card for me of the last mm-hmm, year. It I believe, was right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love that card. So, but
0: that was my Perforo deck. So there's a lot well, more to it? it. Yeah. Well, ah. I I wanted to shorten it up, and we still went 40 minutes long. <laughs> welcome. So it, it seems a lot more fun than what Ilrog was. Um, the difference is I'm not as worried when he comes into play because most like I, I didn't have to put any protection stuff in here. And then it's like if you kill my stuff, well, that's kind of the point. A lot of the stuff I'm either sacking them or I want them to die or something happens there. So, uh, But like I said, when I first tested it around, I ran into trouble with running out of a hand. And so I was just like, shit, wh- how do I add stuff in there? So some things I added in was skull clamp because I'm sacrificing mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So why not? And it's only one to attach it. Uh, you had mentioned mine eye. That's on my sideboard kind of going kind to, of, Maybe put that in because I do have extra mono yeah. sitting there. Uh, Did you check
1: out that Atlas card that I told you about? Which one? Uh, it's two colorless, two colorless to activate, and then you get to draw a card if you have three land of the same type.
0: Oh. Otherworldly?
1: No, it's not otherworldly. Atlas. Uh, it's from the Commander set last year. It's. I think that's a really good card to consider in monocolored
0: decks. Mm-hmm. I know which one you're so, talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah, I would check that out. It comes down really to, early when you're two to.
0: To do it, to draw. Yeah. 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 I'll have to check that one out too. But I think once I added the two at least card draw, I think it bumped my number up to around uh, nine or ten card draw things in there. They're weird draw. You know, red is just weird with drawing. It's not like, here, draw three cards. It's like, do this trick, and then... Shit out your face, and then you get to draw a card. Like, just make it so complicated. So, Punch. I'm hoping to play test this. Actually, I'm supposed to be at Trombley's in a half hour, which I'm not going to make that in a half hour, but I'll be there. And I'm hoping. And well, be good la- day, folks. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. <laughs> that is the end of Commander Smiths because <laughs> I want to go play Magic. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh,
1: should we move on to the next segment? Card, card Kingdom stuff. Thingies. I did not partake, so I'm going to be asking questions like he, everybody else.
0: Well, no. I mean, I don't know. Have I'm you doing. done a buy list?
1: Yeah, not as big as you guys though.
0: But what did you do when you did a buy list?
1: Why did you I do a buy list? I think we talked about why did I do a buy list? Uh because it was easy percentages instead of trying to move them.
0: Were like, they spec cards or were <laughs> they cards that you just had a bunch of they're, they're cards
1: that I had for trade that would be comparative that like I don't see anybody wanting them, but if they did want them it'd be a buck or two. And so, but Card Kingdom's like, I would like to trade you or, you know, essentially trade you credit mm-hmm. for a buck or two. And I'm like, well, it's easier this way. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hold on to it. I can just move it really quick. And normally I stick to about a hundred bucks with them. Nice. So, you and I've done it two twice, two or three times. Yeah. And that was a year ago at this point.
0: So <clears throat> I guess I'll start from the beginning. Uh, Trump, so we, we've talked about this all the time because it's repeating, repeating, repeating. But we have our proxy rule, so we only need to have one of the cards. Uh, Trombley and Jeremy both just recently started going through all their collection. Uh, actually, Trombley started making proxies on his on his own using the video that I made and designing his own proxies, which is awesome. Um, that's cool. And if you guys do the same thing, uh, share those with us because I'd like to see them because that's that's cool seeing what Trombley has done. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. check this one out. Um, but anyways, so... He didn't realize, you know, both of them were like, oh, crap, I have either multiple copies because they were playing in multiple decks or didn't realize a card was so expensive. And so Trombly went through his whole collection. I don't know if Jeremy went through his whole collection, but he was going through and get rid of duplicates. Mm-hmm. And they just did huge buy lists in of all their duplicates and got started getting pieces of things that we've talked about that you need for Commander, like dual lands, um, fetches, uh, what else there was? Oh, shock lands, you know,
1: all the, yeah. just filling out a mana base was the big thing big that thing. I saw, which was, yeah. which was nice to see. Even number two was getting yeah lands. So, and so stuff. that was the,
0: the interesting thing too, is then, and I was like, you know, I should go through my stuff again. And, I, and what ended up happening is I was going through my stuff, reorganizing my binders. Cause that's, I'm a, that's one thing Cindy makes fun of me. It's just like, "Oh, you, you reorganizing your stuff again because I like have a different idea of how I want this organized." So like, my really expensive cards uh, that are $5 or more are in a separate binder. I've explained this before, and they were just by color sorted, you know, I've all the five colors, then I have artifacts, then I the, my binders too thick, so now I am going to give myself this. <laughs> oh, oh good, good for you. We can do both of them. Yeah. <laughs> But so I had to do another binder. Funny that we got two <laughs> similar <laughs> two ones just to make fun of. The, all right. Uh, so then my next binder has Planeswalkers as a thing, uh, the multicolored generals as one. Uh, and then I get into my non basic lands, dual lands, shock lands. Like I have it all separated. Mm-hmm. But then I decided to like really go back to the colors and go all right instants and sorceries and enchantments and auras and creatures and legendary creatures like i organized the shit out of it for when you were gone when you were gone that's what i was doing yeah when i should have been like messing with this board and adding new buttons to it (laughs) i was organizing my magic cards in my camper still Uh in the camper uh so when i was doing that i found more cards in there that i was like okay I have multiple copies of this. And then what I was doing was I was checking goldfish and kind of seeing where they were sitting. If they kind of had plateaued or they're at a top, uh, and I felt like that card might have potential of reprintability, Um, I was taking them out cause I was like, okay, I don't need this anymore. I have one copy, whatever, whatever. So I took all those out and then I went through some of my specs. So like Zendikar resurgent. I had 65 non-foil copies that I got for under a dollar. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And now they're about four bucks. So I was getting four fifty store credit from card kingdom. That's pretty good. Yeah. And what's coming out this year, green commander, the special set. Yeah. That might make it into there. So there was quite a few green things that I was going after. And I was like, this isn't on a reserve list. This hasn't been printed for a while. And it's a, a staple kind of green card, I could see that being printed in there. I kept all my foil ones because you
1: also like quadrupled right, up on that. Right.
0: So that one I, my spec was up. So I don't like <laughs> I'm I'm very uh what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say ornery, but that's not what I'm looking for. I'm uh not bullheaded, stubborn. Mm. Uh my failed yeah. specs. I don't like to get rid of them until, sure. I get, until I made money off of them. So the failed ones just kind of sit there and just wait for them well, to you, spike.
1: How I would look at it, though, is you haven't failed until you got rid of them. So Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, if, if you buy something and you're like, I give up on it and you lose, you know, 50 cents per card, then you lost. Yeah. You're never going to recoup that. But if you just hang on to it because there isn't any reason to, to move sell it. it yeah. Then, then why feel bad about it?
0: So that's kind of what happened with Zendikar Resurgent because remember how high I was on that card for mm-hmm. the longest time? And you're just like, man, that's just a lot of mana. And it is. It is a lot of yeah, mana. I but, don't like it. But, I don't play it. But it is Commander, it. and that's the only thing that's really driving that price up mm-hmm. is because it's 7. You get it out, it's ridiculous because you're yeah. doubling your mana. You're drawing a card whenever you're casting a Like, it's just a good card.
1: I And I agree with you that it has a good potential to be reprinted because it was reprinted in a Commander set, yeah. which... Whenever you print it there, I think there's, I think that's a big red flag for saying that they want to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so I got rid of those. I got rid of multiple things that I just didn't have. Anyways, I went through and basically, I, I bought some really expensive cards that I didn't have for Commander. Um, yeah,
1: but how much did you trade in? Nine
0: hundred and thirty three dollars. That's quite a bit. And the interesting thing is, uh, try to always when you're buying specs, unless you're just trying to keep it in your collection. Go for the, the near mint if you have to, like, play, because uh, this time was the best return. I've done ones before. when we One of those buy lists that I did send in uh, was when we did the uh, Lake of the Dead ones. Mm-hmm. And I remember when that card went crazy, I bought a bunch of them for moderate play to heavy play, and, man, they discount the crap out of those Do on they? there. But uh, So of my $933, I got $897.00 uh, store credit back. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yep.
0: So it was pretty good. I, I, there was actually pretty much what I, I went through and I made a note to it because I have heard, um, fast finance talk about how card kingdom has, or or I don't know if they necessarily name card kingdom, but they've said who they've sent a buy list in has tried to be like downgrade their stuff. And Mm -hmm. he's like, he's had to like argue with them back because he's like, Oh, actually he said one of it was, they sold the hit to him for near mint and he just turned around and gave it back. And then they downgraded it, trying mm-hmm. to say it was a different quality when he's like, I, this was in the same condition you gave it to me. Anyways, I didn't have that with this, the cards that I put on there that I thought were light play. They had as excellent, you know, not the, the top not they had at the much. notch down. There was only one card that I didn't have that they didn't have near mint that I, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. It was, so it came out pretty nice. Um, Another thing, number two, at the same exact time, like yeah. the same day we both did it. And he's like, Hey, I'm sending these cards. in. And I was like, you're, that's fucking crazy. Cause I'm sending my cards in. But so I kind of talked to him. I was like, why did you send a buy list in? And he said, basically too lazy to go through it all and try to sell it or <laughs> trade it. And so that's why he sent his cards in. And then he got a bunch of stuff that he needed for decks. Yeah. But he did mention that if he had the time, he would do kind of what you do with card sphere. So do you think you'll ever do like a buy list or do you think you're always, you know, I, I,
1: I, I've been actually thinking about sitting down and seeing what it's not bad, like once or twice a year to go through my like trade box Mm -hmm. and just see what, what can I get in a return? That's fairly comparable for what I can be getting a trade for. And then it's just an easy send in like that. That's the big thing is just like, am I, in trades with Cardsphere, Sphere, they, they ask for percentages like sixty five, seventy five, eighty. Mm-hmm. That's the general thing is right around seventy. And so you're going, Well, if I can get about seventy percent from Card Kingdom, yeah. Like, and I can I can build up enough. Like, I don't want to send in twenty five dollars. Like in my mind, I want to send a big package for them to oh, yeah, have. Yeah. Well, I just don't want to like buy one card. Yeah. I'd much rather have like a bunch of stuff to work with there. Uh and so that it's not a bad thing to do if you're having a lot of turnover within your mm-hmm. trade binder, because like right now, uh, before I left for Arizona, I on Cardsphere I'd send out about 176 dollars. I've done a lot of purchasing in the last like two months since I've been aggressive with Cardsphere because I want to like dollars to duels, yeah, dollars to duels. So that it like I've been pretty aggressive with that, and I have a lot more turnover recently. So I'm probably going to go through and see like, what can I move uh, for a decent price instead of sitting on it and waiting Cause some of it, I just don't see it going up too much more. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's the big thing.
0: So that just triggered something of some of the other ones. There were about eight eBay listings. So I went through also my, what you kind of just said there with your cards for stuff. Mm-hmm. I went through my eBay listings and compared the price of my trade in value to card kingdom. Yep. yep. Uh, there was a few of them out of the eight, there was probably four. So half of them that I got more money off of card sphere than selling them on card eBay kingdom. or yeah, but I say Cardsphere? Card yeah. on card kingdom than selling them on eBay. And then I'm like, well, fuck, I'm taking this yeah, off As soon of as I, soon as I yeah, it's like, I'm losing money by the 10% that eBay takes, not to mention the whatever percentage that PayPal takes and I have to ship it and all that. Well, I have to ship it anyways, the card mm-hmm. kingdom, but, I was like, "Fuck, I'm going to But do if that. you can,
1: if you can put all of that, because that's the whole thing of putting all of it in one package, then it's a lot cheaper. Because it's it, a lot cheaper. Because I, I probably sent
0: in two hundred cards, 150, 200 cards worth. Mm-hmm. I think. Really, the Zendikar Resurgence is the one that was jumped the big up. One. Yeah, yeah. But um, but instead
1: of sending out fifteen packages and spending thirty bucks on shipping, mm-hmm. you sent one package out and spent. Five bucks? Uh, no, six?
0: I because it was nine hundred dollars. I did insurance on that shit. Sure, that that makes a lot like, of sense. I was like, I did. I think it was like thirteen dollars. Insurance covered me up to a thousand bucks. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll do. I'll do insurance yeah. on. But this. It's still, it's still cheaper yeah, than, sending out, than sending out all those. I mean, think of, think of if I sold the Zendikar Resurgence, all sixty-five of them for four bucks a piece. I'm paying up the wazoo, fifty-five yeah. cents at least per stamp on those. So, uh, that so that was another thing is if they were close enough where I didn't have to sit there and wait for them to sell. I also, it was like, well, yeah, I might make a dollar more on eBay, but I can get rid of it now and get this money right now. Mm. And so mm. I, that was another thing. So that, so I'd say if you're, if you're selling stuff, kind of compare it to card kingdom. Cause you'd be surprised. There were cards that I know I had checked before I put them on eBay and they weren't as expensive on card kingdom, but card kingdoms prices fluctuate as well. And now those cards there are in demand and so that it was mo- made more sense to mail it in to yeah. a buy list.
1: Now is there a reason why you and we go with Card Kingdom? Are they that's just kind of the, like our
0: baby? That's the one we like yeah, started with, isn't it?
1: And so I'm wondering like I have, have
0: done chi- channel fireball once. Have you? How yeah. was that? I was same as card same kingdom. Same as fine. Uh the one thing I will say about Card Kingdom is they're so fast.
1: Like that's probably they true. get
0: it. And then they go through it within like a day or two, and then you get your cards within two days. Like they're oh, probably you, the fastest shipping; hmm. they're faster than most.
1: Yeah, anything are. like eBay, anything. If I do Card Kingdom and TCG, Card Kingdom's there mm. two days before anything TCG. For sure, TCG is slow as fuck. If you're if you're in a hurry, I got. You're yeah. right because I bought.
0: I have cards still coming from TCG that I bought a week before I bought I did this with uh, Card Kingdom. I got my the, stuff two mid-week. weeks before
1: I left. I bought from. Uh, TCG and Card Kingdom. I had one package left, and it came in while I was, you know, so it was two weeks later after I ordered it. Oh, it came in while I was in in Arizona. Oh. i was just like, Jesus! I forgot I even had that coming.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it is kind of funny that Card Kingdom was where we kind of started with our search engine stuff. Isn't that? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, that's where we used to go. Like building decks is like you kind of how we used to do it was like.
1: Click uh, on a card, card, and then there's cards card associated. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're like, there? "What about that card? Oh, All that right, kind of works with that. This cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, or a rabbit hole. That was kind of that was the way we started. And then you have you,
1: you learned a lot of cards that way mm-hmm. because it just kind of like spider webbed out. Yeah. And it was... Like, what card did
0: I even start with? It wasn't yeah. even anything yeah. like this. All right. Uh, so that should do it for that. Do we want to get into our ANLQ really quick, or are we good at the hour mark? Should we just fire off a couple, two of these, just to test, just this to out? see what? Yeah. Okay. Let's. So, yeah.
1: Like, I think you're excited about this. I am excited. I am too. I, I think controversial questions. Controversial. Yeah, the same time. Ready? Controversial, controversial questions, questions. totally right. works with the music. It does. <laughs> yeah. The badass voices <laughs> with. No, there was there was one like that today on the radio. I thought it was uh, a radio like commercial for a lawyer, and it was like for shopping for furniture. Oh, nice. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when you have to leave your house? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, what? (laughs) Very confused.
0: All right. uh, So we'll just run through these really quick. They don't have to be long answers or anything like that. But they will. Um, Because that's what we do. Okay. So one that I kind of mentioned to you before is paper or plastic?
1: Uh, Paper. So when you're at the grocery store, you get paper? Yeah. Always? I try. Except for meat. Meat goes in plastic. I do plastic. You do plastic all the way? Yeah. You want to know why? Because you got two dogs. You got to pick up the shit. Kind of similar.
0: That's what we do. We, uh, well, a couple of things. We have two kids when they're in diapers. You got to pick up their shit. You got to put their diapers in (laughs) something. You don't want it in your trash can inside. Yeah. So that we had a good point. We had the shit bag. So at the end of every day, we'd bring that out and put it in the outside garbage. Uh, Number two, we don't buy uh, your little garbage cans for uh, your bathrooms.
1: Oh, the little one. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: We don't buy any of those because we just use Target bags for that. Okay. And so we use, and actually, number three, uh, on big eBay things that uh, you sell or whatever, uh, Target bags are amazing for packaging. It's better than anything else. If you have a, something that's breakable, like plates or something that you're mailing, you use Target bags and you just line the crap out huh. of that box and it will not break. It's amazing. Huh.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, like, I'll I'll use it for, I'll use plastic for smaller things but like so god there's like a hierarchy like if i can just hold in my hand super easy push the cart when the kids in it i'll just not use a bag at all
0: i was going to say do you yeah. ever use reusable bags like you know nah, my wife does
1: that <laughs> I, always, I always forget that shit like yeah.
0: well and they're starting and you're the one that's probably affected more than me cuz i think it's minneapolis is starting to charge yep. per if you're using a plastic bag it that, hasn't yeah. uh hit us up in the north suburbs yet but uh, but yeah, I use plastic because I have other uses. I'm cheap that way, or, or reusing it. I'm recycling in a way because I'm using it for other things that we use around the house. Uh,
1: when we were we went shopping in uh, California for J Tree there, and California apparently has all reusable plastic bags. You got to pay for them though. Oh really? Yeah, they were like super thick, and like me and my brother, were like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> We like you didn't
0: even have an option to grab a, uh,
1: you, you could, I mean, like if you had a bag and you wanted to use a bag or you could just skip it, but we were buying a ton of groceries for camping and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we were just like, yeah, we'll take plastic bags. And all at the end is like a couple bucks for bags. I was like, Oh shit, son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> what happened? Then we asked him, he was like, it's all over California. Oh. I was like, how the fuck are we supposed to know? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that was an interesting thing too. Yeah. You could use those as like rain hats. No. They're thick. Really? Yeah. Uh,
0: when you get on an airplane, do you recline your seat when the plane takes off? Or do you keep your seat in the upright position?
1: Upright position. Good job. That's because I'm not too. a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm, a, you, I'm a big guy, yeah. <laughs> and I should be able to, but I know. That the person that, behind
0: you, you would not want yeah. that being no done No matter to how you.
1: little they are, yeah. like, it's just a dickhead move to recline back. Unless yeah. everybody's reclining back.
0: Or there's nobody behind you. If there's nobody behind you, go ahead, do it. But I typically yeah. don't. I don't ever do that because then I also don't want, especially if I'm sleeping on the flight, I don't want to get that wake up when you're landing. You know, I like when you wake up and you've hit the ground. And you're like, whoa, that was a really fast flight. I hate the the flight tank. I'm in my upright position, please. Upright <laughs> position. You're like, fuck, I was sleeping, damn it. I, I can't sleep I don't with sleep it very back well on the anyway. Zone. Like, it
1: doesn't go far <laughs> yeah, enough back. Yeah, it's, it is
0: only, what, three inches. So yeah. really people that are doing it is just kind of almost being douchebags. And yeah. we probably have listeners that are just like, Hey, I do that. Yeah. They're... Well, you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's only two listeners. No, I We I mean, just like... lost half our listeners. <laughs> that, was,
1: that is controversial. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So just, and actually I just, what I normally do is I just put the table down put my arms on it, put my forehead against the front seat. Can you
0: sleep on a plane very well?
1: That's about the best way I can do it. It's relatively okay. The only way
0: I can is if I bring a pillow on with me and then I get a window seat because then I can lay against the window. If I can't lay against the window, I can't sleep. And even that, I can't sleep. I I have to sleep on my stomach. So sitting up is really horrible for me. Yeah. My like wife, it. or it's my wife. Oh. <laughs> it's weird saying my wife because, you know, Cindy, but she does the whole head thing where her head starts to drop. Yeah, but she, she does that on the couch Yeah, too. yeah she does it like, everywhere. <laughs> driving, watching movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you led with driving. <laughs>
0: All right, let me just do one more. Uh, so when do you do the, the zipper merge and what the zipper merge is as if, a lane is ending. They say to zipper merger, you're supposed to everybody go up to as far as you can and then move in. Or do you move into the non-closed lane as soon as possible?
1: I'm an idiot and move into the, the close, like the lane quicker than I should. Zipper lane is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But I do not do that.
0: I'm, I'm halfway. I'll go past the first, like, row of suckers that are Lowry sitting there <laughs> yep. and then I'll get it to where uh, that second lane starts to slow down and then I'll be, I'll move over, which sometimes it's towards the end or sometimes it's, you know, still a long ways. Yeah. Do you get pissed at the people that do it all the, like when there's only one or two people that come up? Wait, I have nah, done that before where this. I've had like a I camper on the back and it will start to move into that lane. So people don't try to pass me. And then you just get people going in the, the, uh, the shoulder passing you. Cause they just want to go as fast as they can up there. Uh,
1: uh, the, like the only reason, one reason why, if it's a two laner, then yeah, I just do it wrong. But if you're on like an interstate where it's three or four lanes, I, uh, the main reason I'm getting over is so that I can get into the more open lane faster. Mm-hmm. That does that make sense? So if there's like three lanes and the you just one don't on like the, merging is what you're saying. I also don't like merging, but <laughs> uh, the one on the outside is going relatively normal speed. Mm-hmm. The one that's merging is much slower. So if I can get over into the merging lane, I can get over into the, so I guess lane I'm more circuit.
0: talking about if you have two lanes and you're, if only, if there's over.
1: only two lanes. Yeah. I mean, either way I do it that way, but I get the advantage if there's three or four, cause like right now on, on 35 W you got like four lanes, one closes off. I'm always in the slow lane because I'm slow. Surprise! Yeah. But then I run into that and I go boop, boop, and then go normal. So like I'm just I try and be quick and come over as quick as possible to get into that free lane. That happens sometimes. A lot of the times for me, because that's my my road. Gotcha. So
0: Controversial questions. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I tried to get it, I missed it. All right, well, uh, let's wrap this up so I can go play some magic because i got to go test my deck out, test my peripherals out. Boop, 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 boop. All right, uh, <laughs> we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Second.